You're excited about the birth of your baby, but you're also wondering what to expect in the delivery room. Now is the time to learn as much as you can. And here to give you a preview is Dr. Karishma Patel, a Kaiser Permanente physician specializing in obstetrics and gynecology. She sees patients and delivers babies at Holy Cross Health. This is your Best Life Podcast, Women's Health, from Holy Cross Health. I'm Cheryl Martin. Dr. Patel, so glad you're with us today. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm really excited to be here. So one question expectant mothers may have is, what hospital staff will be in the room and what are their roles? That's a great question. Usually when you are in the labor room, for the majority of your labor, it's going to be your labor nurse. And this nurse is going to be with you for usually the the majority of your labor. Her primary role is going to be there to support you to assess mom and baby, make sure that everyone is doing okay. She'll help with positioning. She's going to help you get into comfortable positions or adjust your position as necessary. And she'll also be relaying information about your labor course and baby's course during your labor to your physician. Outside of that, during your delivery, your physician will also be in and out of your room, coming in when there's times of, if there are times of maternal or fetal distress, doing exams and being with you for delivery. At delivery, once baby is ready to be born, you may see extra nursing staff come into the room and they're going to be there just to provide an extra hand to your nurse and to you at the very end once baby's being delivered. And sometimes you may see a newborn nurse also come in. Usually they'll come in maybe right when baby's delivering or within that first hour after delivery to assess baby. Now, what monitors or IVs will the mother be hooked up to during labor and delivery? So the first thing that will happen pretty early in the labor course is getting an IV. The IV is going to be used to primarily give fluids to mom. Most pregnant women are going to be dehydrated and could use a little bit of IV fluids. It's also going to be used to administer antibiotics if, for instance, mom is a carrier for group B strep. It also can be used to administer medications, for instance, in moms that might need an induction or augmentation of their labor. It can be used to give medications to help with that process. After delivery, the IV will be used to give medication to help the uterus contract and decrease bleeding. That's going to be Pitocin typically. And also it can be used to administer any other medications as necessary if there are any complications during the labor course. Sometimes the IV will be closed or held if mom prefers to not get fluids or that's not necessary during the labor course. The monitors that mom may also experience would be a fetal monitor and a contraction monitor. Those are typically going to be hooked up onto your abdomen, and they're going to be monitoring for baby's heart rate and mom's contraction pattern during the labor to assess progress and fetal well-being. There are some options to have a wireless monitor. Some hospitals, including Holy Cross, do occasionally have that option, and that can allow for sometimes more movement during the labor course and allow moms to move around. That's great. So I'm sure this is a big question for moms. What are the options to manage labor pain? That is a good question and definitely I'm sure on the top of mom's heads. 
generally speaking, if we're talking about non-medication options, there are things that a lot of moms will do even that they're doing an early labor at home. So walking, position changing, keeping moving often can help moms manage labor pain. Things such as a a labor ball, um, which allows women to sort of rock and change position in labor can help. Medication-wise, sometimes in early labor, women will opt to choose for IV pain medication. And these are typically IV narcotics that can help take the edge off of the pain and allow mom to get some relaxation in. The other sort of big option is going to be the epidural. And our anesthesiology colleagues are typically going to be administering an epidural. The epidurals are great now. You know, a lot of times moms get concerned that if you get the epidural too early in labor, it might not manage pain sufficiently. But most epidurals are now given with the catheter that allows moms to self-administer medication as needed during their labor course. So just because they get the epidural doesn't mean they are it's going to run out on them. And epidurals can often last straight through delivery and the very end of labor. So that's fantastic for moms. Yes, very comforting. So what role can a partner play in the delivery room? A partner is really going to be primarily there to be present, supporting mom emotionally and physically. I'm sure no mom is going to say no to a foot massage. (laughs) You know, they can be very helpful in that way. But, you know, their job is to be there to be present with mom and, you know, help her and support her through the process. During the active delivery and pushing, a partner can be really involved. They can be holding mom's legs. They can get to cut the umbilical cord in the majority of situations. And of course, they're very importantly responsible for taking pictures. Are other family members allowed in delivery? That really is up to the mom and the partner. Currently, each hospital is going to have a different policy, but right now, other family members are allowed during labor and delivery. The policies can vary depending on the season. For instance, during flu season, the policies can be a little bit more restrictive for the safety of patients. And so it's better to always check with your labor nurse once admitted what that current policy is. Okay. Now, after the baby is born, what care does the newborn receive while in the delivery room? Within the first hour of life, a newborn nurse is going to come assess babies. So Generally speaking, all babies are going to go skin to skin on mom and try and they can even breastfeed in that first hour of life with mom. Once the newborn nurse comes in, she's going to be taking vitals on the baby. In the beginning, it's pretty frequent every 30 minutes in the first couple hours of life. And they'll also be talking to mom and partner, family about neonatal medications such as vitamin K to help prevent any bleeding issues and antibiotic ointment to the eyes to help prevent any infection issues. And outside of that, that can be the first sort of early care that the babies receive. We've generally moved to moving things like the first bath a little bit later in the newborn life so that they have time to bond with mom. That's great. Doctor, anything else mothers should know that you want to share? I think that it's really good to talk to your doctor, you know, in the third trimester about these type of questions that you might have. The hospitalization for labor and delivery is often the first time that women are in a hospital for any major medical care. And just being in the hospital room can be overwhelming with the buzzing and the noises and the overhead announcements. So just having some information like this so you can know what is going on and what might be happening as why it might be happening can help you feel really a lot more comfortable once you get there. 
So, you know, just remember that everyone really is there for you and baby and, you know, you are their focus and that's the main thing. Well said. Dr. Karishma Patel, thanks so much for answering questions about what to expect in the delivery room. I'm certain you've put some mothers at ease today. I hope so. Thank you, Cheryl, for taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. For more information, visit holycrosshealth.org slash maternity. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. And thanks for listening to Your Best Life podcast, Women's Health from Holy Cross Health.